This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it. You're a coach, author, speaker, and you're looking for the best return on your time and investment. We're giving you full access to how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your pod. We're brother and sister. Join our family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure. Let's get amplified. Hello, family, and welcome back to Amplify You. Today, Michelle and I are going to talk about how to prepare your guests to be great guests. Yeah, there's nothing worse than having a crappy guest on your show. No, just kidding. We don't usually have crappy guests, but what we have crappy sometimes is sound quality or interruptions or unprepared guests. Those are kind of the ones that put a damper on your show, aren't they? That's right. So we want to talk about some ways and strategies that you can prepare your guests so that they are not coming as a canned response, but at least they have their environment set up and their sound is great and their children and their dogs are fed and in bed. That's right. So one of the first things that we like to tell our clients to, uh, well, inspire our clients to do with their guests is really make sure that that particular guest that's coming on is going to have good quality of sound. So one of the things we encourage people to do is get other podcasters to be your first few guests because they're the ones that are going to have a microphone already. They're going to be used to the drill. They're going to be ready to be set up and and organized and they're going to probably sound pretty good. That's right. So we totally recommend you suggesting that your guest have a professional microphone. Mm -hmm. And then we also suggest that you ask that they wear headphones because when the headphones are in their ears, they're hearing your voice in their ears, not through the speakers on their computer. So you won't get the bounce back as it hits the microphone. That's right. I remember um, back in the day when podcasting, you know, back 2012, 2013, when podcasting was still fairly new. I remember there was some host in the podcasting world who would literally email or email, sorry, mail, physically mail a microphone to their potential guests because they wanted their quality of sound to be really good. So luckily nowadays, a lot of people have good quality microphones. Wow. Getting the microphone in the mail just to be a guest. Yeah. It's when they know they want to hear you talk, right? That's right. It must be a pretty special guest. <laughs> <laughs> so what else can we do to make sure the sound quality is up to speed? Okay, so uh, your environment is a number one concern. So where are you recording from? Is there a lot of traffic in the background? Um, is your dog going to bark? Are your kids going to come busting in? Uh, does everyone else in the house know that you're recording? Uh, are you beside a window that could be bouncy? Glass kind of makes a weird echoey sound. We have an issue, uh, I know in my home, we are in a what I call a fishbowl. So it's hardwood floors and glass windows. You cannot get away from them unless you hide in the closet. So if you're doing a simple audio recording, the closet will work. But if you're gonna add video component and share your recording on YouTube, then we need to figure out something. That's right, yeah, a lot of people um, will go to a room that has a carpet, so if it's hardwood floors, that also makes it a little bit harder. If the ceilings are high, it makes it a little bit more echoey. Um, I've been in a situation where we've actually literally used blankets over um, over top of windows and blankets on the floor to just soften up the room um, because it was too echoey. Um, but like Braden said, one of the best places you can ever record is in your tiny little closet with lots of clothes in there. 
Sounds amazing. I've seen some podcasters share videos of what life on the road looks like as they're in their hotel room. They've got the hotel couch with the pillows all propped up like a little fort that you would build with your children. And they've got their laptop and their microphone inside the little pillow fort just to help dampen that sound. I remember there was a guy I posted on the Facebook group not too long ago, and he said that he makes these pillow forts and records his show in these pillow forts. And then he got to a certain point and certain level of status in his shows where he was bringing on bigger guests, and he said he felt very uncomfortable inviting them to record from his little pillow fort. So he said it was time to upgrade to a new room and a new space. How funny is that? That's great. There's one more hack that um, I've started to adopt, which – for my microphone in my fishbowl surrounded by windows, I decided that I didn't want to sit in my closet. And because let's be honest, my wife has too many shoes and there's just nowhere for me to sit. So what I did is I bought the foam topper, the egg crate foam topper that you get for your mattress. If you have a bad back and you want to add some padding to your mattress, I went out and I got some of that foam topper. You could spend a little more money and actually get the sound quality, the sound densing, um, I think it's audio densing foam. Mm -hmm, uh, just maybe a little bit thicker. That's right. A little thicker. It doesn't let the sound through. I used that foam and I padded the inside of a box. So I placed my microphone inside the box so that as I'm speaking, the sound goes into that box and the foam does not allow it to bounce around the microphone to do any sort of echoing. Now, the sound quality from what I've been told from people on the other end is much better. Now, we're not recording like that today because we were actually together in person and sharing a microphone. So a little bit different kind of quality of sound today. But yeah, brain sounds usually sounds really great. Um, and, you know, again, uh, it's that hang loose sign. You put your hang, you know, everyone knows the Hawaii hang loose sign where you put your pinky on your microphone and you put the thumb towards your mouth. And that's about how far away you should be from your microphone which will also increase the sound quality uh, immensely on your microphone. I know I recorded an entire virtual summit with 25 interviews um, last summer, and there was a construction vehicle and bulldozers within like 20 feet of my, of my window. So, um, and it didn't pick up at all. So that's the good, good quality of having a great microphone. Um, that's the benefit of being able to cut that sound out of the background by having that directional microphone, which is awesome. So these are all great tips for how to have good sound quality for yourself. Yeah. But really, we're worried about what the sound quality is for our guest. We're not in their environment. We don't have control over how they have their, their setup. So what can we do to relay this type of information to somebody as they're coming onto our show? Right. So some of our clients, um, actually one client in particular, Janice Porter, I'm going to call her out because she did a really great job of putting together this beautiful little PDF that she sends out to her um, potential guests on her show. So um, she's got a podcast called Relationships Rule. And so what she does in her, in her PDF is she introduces herself, says she's really happy to have you on the show. Um, here's what you can expect from the show. My audience is all entrepreneurs, business owners, people who are talking about relationships. So she makes it really sound good in that they need to, and letting them know who the audience is. So they should cater their, their way they're speaking to that particular audience. So that was the one thing, the first thing she said in the intro, then she says she's going to introduce them professionally, but then she's going to ask them a few more questions about their journey and their, um, their, you know, an entrepreneurial way and how they got to where they are today. So that was good to let them know that. And then thirdly, she let them know that 
um, she was going to be asking them, here's a few questions that I may ask you. So that was preparing them for the information interview, at, you know, the interview. And then she went on to say a few other things in that PDF. Well, what I love is that she gave them, <coughs> she gave them the heads up of this is the audience. So when you're answering your question, have in mind that these are the people that we're speaking to so that you can provide value right? When you bring somebody on your show, it's to provide value to your audience. And if your audience is moms and you're talking about the construction industry, it might not have the same level of value as if you're talking about the latest products that moms would love. So it's all about providing that value. So letting them know who your audience is, is a big step. Then she gave the intro, as Michelle said, of how she will start the show. So that's a great spark, um, a great point where when you start the recording, if you don't know who's saying what or what the entry is going to look like, mm -hmm. then you stumble through it and it doesn't get off on a really good vibe. And then the questions you may ask. So interesting point there is it's not this is what the interview will be. This is questions that I like to use. I may intermix different ones because you don't want your guest to have canned responses. You want them to be prepared and know the type of information that you would like them to provide, but you don't want them to be over-prepared and sound like they've been practicing their speech. Mm -hmm. And you, you, this is one of the things that you used to say too, Brayden, is that when a guest appears on a lot of shows, they end up giving the same information on a lot of the shows. So by really doing a good job of thoroughly introducing them, getting all the juicy content out, about their introduction, that leaves them a little bit less of their canned responses to speak about during the show. You've already introduced them really thoroughly, so you can get down to the good stuff. That's true. If you've if you've heard your guests speak several times before, don't be afraid to use all that information. So that what happens then is, as they start to speak, you've already utilized their go-to responses, and now they're forced to craft new information and give more value than they normally do. That's right. So I pulled up Genesis PDF in front of us so we can take a look at it as we're talking to you about it. So I just want to share with you how she has it set up. So at the very top of it, she's got her name and her picture and her image on it with a nice blue bar, which is her, her branding colors. And she says, you know, she is a LinkedIn trainer with Sendo Cars and a networking coach. So underneath it says Relationships Rules Podcast Interview with Janice Porter. And then she says, thank you. She's got to split into three sections. First part is thank you. Second part is introduction. Third part is interview. And last part is please note. Okay. And then, so these are some really important points here. So in the thank you, she says, thanks for being a great guest on my podcast. I'm excited to have our chat. I know your story and your perspective on relationships and business will inspire my audience to take the steps they need to grow through building their business or climbing the corporate ladder. So number one, she's just complimented them and inspired them to really inspire her audience and says that, you know, I know your story will inspire my audience. This is why she's brought them on to the show, which is great. So that's like sandwich. This is the pre-criticism sandwich technique, right? So give them, give them some love first. Tell them what this what to expect, and then you know, she's going to tell you some difficult things down below, which she's going to expect from you technically wise. So this is a good way of setting it up. I like it. That also sets the tone for the level of quality that's mm -hmm. expected, mm -hmm. right? We expect you to provide value to my audience. Um, I expect you to have professional sound. Uh, I expect you to be prepared um, so that you know you get the best. That's right. So this is the second sentence in the thank you part. It says, um, 
and Janice, I hope you don't mind, we're sharing this with everyone now. <laughs> Below you will find a brief overview outlining the basic flow of the interview, which should last about 30 minutes. So that's great. She's let them know about how long it's going to go and what the flow is going to be. And then she says, I've also listed some technical requirements below for the interview. Did you notice she says technical requirements, not if you can please, or I would really like you to sound like this. No, this is a requirement for being on her store. This is the standard she's setting for her show. Okay, so then the next part goes into the introduction. So she says, introduction, I will do a brief introduction of who you are and then let you introduce yourself by telling some of the key things that highlight your journey in business and life. Please keep in mind the audience is for, is the, for the podcast is business owners, entrepreneurs, and sales professionals, and is focused on business growth through building relationships. So it's very specific what she wants, and this is very nicely telling them what she would like them to deliver. So business growth strategies through building relationships for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, and business owners. Very great, good job, Janice. And then the third part is the interview. So Brian, you can see what she says about that. So the interview is just about the style, right? Janice gives a little overview on the type of conversation that it's not going to be a question, answer, question, answer. We look to actually have a natural flow and a conversation to the interview style. And that gives people the warm, welcoming feeling when they're listening to each episode. Yeah, so she makes it very clear that she wants, she has questions that she might ask, but she's not set to those questions. Leaves it open and also wants to make sure that they, that she's covering things that they want to cover as well. Then she goes on to the technical stuff. So she gives them the Zoom link, says we're going to record it over Zoom. Here's a meeting ID. Make sure you're in a quiet space with strong network connectivity. So that's something we haven't talked about. Internet connection. That is a huge one, right? So I would go on to say, she also says recommend a good microphone headset for best sound quality. We will be on video on Zoom. So that's a good thing to know. I've had people come onto our show and I've forgotten to let them know that we were doing a video, right? So they were a little bit unprepared or maybe not camera ready, right? So I think we also that's had very... people not aware that it was two of us interviewing them. So <laughs> they were a little intimidated. <laughs> that's right. So we always learn our best things from our clients. So we're learning how to do things correctly. Um, and, you know, I think this is really... Uh, the technical stuff really shows that Janice is professional. She knows what she's talking about. She wants you to be really prepared and ready for the show. So a strong network connectivity. I would also recommend maybe adding in there that make sure all your other browsers are shut down on your computer because I know I, I've had people recording with, you know, 15 windows open. It really cramps your networking ability to <laughs> connectivity. Not to mention the notification sounds. So I've come into a habit of actually quieting or muting all notifications when we're recording an episode so that the ding of an email or, or the ping of a Facebook message or whatever happens to be coming through is not interrupting the recording. That's right. I was listening to a show the other day and it was kind of annoying me because the, the person that um, I was listening to show their guest actually had a ping coming through like every five minutes. And it's something that you can't really edit out in the post-production. So um, it was, it was kind of irritating as a listener. So notifications also on, not to mention on your desktop, also on your phone. So get that sucker turned off and out of the way. So there's no uh, sounds coming from it. The best advice really is to just move your cell phone to another room. There's obviously the, um, the chance that somebody's going to call or you're going to get a ping or ting. But I've also heard that the, the sound waves or the microphone waves of the cellular and Wi-Fi networks actually do interfere 
with the microphone settings. And mm. so the waves do cause some distortion in the audio as well. Again, if you want good sound quality, do all steps necessary. And even if that includes keeping your phone in the other room. Absolutely. So the last two parts of Janice's PDF here that goes out is no, uh, a note, special note at the bottom here. Before the interview, please send me a short bio and a logo if you have one, how people can reach you and a high resolution photo of you for the promo before the podcast is live. Um, and then she'll let you know when the show will air so you can promote it to your tribe too. So she's saying that you're going to promote it to your tribe. She's not asking you. She's telling you you're going to do that, which is fantastic. I think that's a great assumption to make. And when you make a beautiful enough image, which I know we do for our clients, we have a nice enough image. And usually it's an audiogram with a sound wave even a little sound bite from the show. So that is something that people do want to share out. So you got to make it um, something nice enough. And usually that's why we recommend putting your clients, your interviewees face on the cover of your podcast episode for them to share with their audience. That just looks better. Absolutely. So bottom line, it's all about communicating with your guest prior to the show, giving them your expectations, telling them what your audience expectations are and asking for those technical requirements to be met so that the quality is of the utmost. Yes. And I'm just going to put a little plug in here. The last thing in this PDF is a little, uh, a little note that is a legal, uh, a legal thing. And you can have to you know, verify with your lawyer what you'd like to put in there. Um, but the, the gist is by participating in the podcast, you're allowing her to record this movie and um, have um, the podcast material and content in her position. Um, and so you can, um, and she can remain the rights to use that media in any way she'd like in the future. So um, that is a really good little plug to put into your pre, uh, we're not lawyers, so we can't really, really tell you what exactly to put in there, but just something like that, I would really look and see um, what the options are and what some legalities are that you might need to maybe just put in agreement with your interviewer ease before having them on your show. Absolutely. And finally, you just want to make sure you connect with them before you start. Give them that uh, one hour heads up or the day before, just check in, make sure that everything's good to go and they don't have any final questions. Yeah, exactly. See if, they, if they've never, if they haven't been on as many shows, they may have some more questions. And then uh, what I like to do is um, once a guest comes on your show, there's going to be a little pre-roll chatter, but I'm always already recording right from the beginning um, just because sometimes in that pre-roll, pre-record pre um, session, you might get some some gems in there that you might want to use with their permission later on. So I'm always recording right from the beginning and then uh, just let them know we'll be cutting that part out and have a definite start <laughs> in your show. So I think that's about it as far as guests go. So this is kind of, you know, what we're going to talk about in future episodes, maybe how to find guests and on another future episode, how to be a great guest on someone else's show. Um, but this is the first of the, the Be Our Guest <laughs> series. So be a guest on, have a guest on your show. This is kind of the process we want you to go through. Make sure it's really easy for your guests um, to come on your show. Make it a really simple process. Don't make them do extra work and, and be difficult because they're less likely going to want to share it out afterwards. So make it seamless and easy and really uh, enjoy your time with them. I think that makes for the best shows. Mm -hmm. When you have a guest on your show, you're building your network and your audience. So make the most of it. Yeah. And don't forget they're sharing this with their audience. So this is a whole bunch of new ears on your show. 
uh, with someone they love and trust. So uh, uh, just keep that in mind as you're recording and uh, have fun with it. So that's it for this one. See you on our next show. Till then, have fun recording. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to share your message with the world, head over to mypodcastcoach.com to download your free podcast launch plan. And head over to iTunes to like, subscribe, and review so we can spread this message. Until next time, be your own unique genius.